We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. It is only one week into 2017, so how are you doing with your New Year's resolutions? Uh, have you utterly failed? Are you doing good? Are you, you know, trying to, you know, is, is it getting to the white knuckle period where, you know, it's just it's a, just a matter of willpower? Well, here's what we're going to do on this on this segment of Engage Magazine. We're going to be talking about how we can rely on the Holy Spirit to do the good things that we have a desire to do. Wesley and Jordan are here with us in studio. And so, guys, I do want to talk about, you know, we just spent the last 15 minutes or so talking about our resolutions from 2016, some of our resolutions for 2017, and moving through all of these different things. But let's be honest, we didn't do everything we wanted to do in 2016, right? Like I know for me personally, and I didn't talk about this in the last segment, but for me, uh, I have been working on a novel for four years, yeah. um, and I'm on chapter three. My <laughs> my goal was to write one chapter from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was going to write chapter four in a year, and mm-hmm. then 2017 write a chapter, and then maybe by the time I'm 100, I'll, I'll actually have it finished. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. This, by the way, 2017 goal is to write a paragraph. Um <laughs> But here's the thing. We, we have these desires to do really good things, and we tend to fail. Mm-hmm. So I want to know your guys' opinion. On what does that say about us? Why do we fail at so many of our things we, we want to improve? Well, I know we've talked about this before, about the dependence and reliance on mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit as, a, as it relates to improving yourself, doing better yourself, because we know, mm-hmm. uh, and we can list off time and time again, we'll, in and of ourselves, mm-hmm. when we white-knuckle it, oh, yeah. it only goes for so far. Uh, it may go three, four, five months, but for an eternal perspective, it just it ends up dying if it's in, a, in and of our own strength. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But at the same time, <clears throat> we have to have discipline. You know, yeah. We have to do our part. And so what I wanted to say about that, and I want to ask our audience, I want to ask you all a question. Mm-hmm. This was asked to me when I was the downline Bible Institute, and it was, why do we as millennials, they were very specific, yeah. <laughs> why <laughs> do course. we as millennials view disciple, or sorry, view discipline as legalism sometimes? You know, we uh, often oh, do that's that. A good you know, we yeah. often will say, you know, well, you know, we're saved by grace, therefore, you know, we don't mm-hmm. have to abide by the law type mm-hmm. thing, you know, that, that type of attitude or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah, licentiousness. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for me, you know, moving into 2017, I really want mm-hmm. to be more disciplined in my life, mm-hmm. but not not white knuckling discipline, but right. discipline because of what Christ has done out of out of my love for Christ. Yeah. Hey, look, I want to be more focused yeah. in these certain areas. That's the only way. So it's a little bit of a combination of both. Yeah, I think it is, and I think that what it boils down to is the difference between discipline and legalism mm-hmm. is that in legalism you're trying to earn. Mm-hmm. Right there That's you go. Right. That's it. So in le- in in discipline you're trying to love deeper. Great. That's right? good. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. in other words, in, um, let's say that, Wesley, you come to me and you say, TJ, you have to kiss your wife every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Now it's a law. Right. Now it's a rule. Now right. it's something that, you know, that I have to do that's external. It's not motivated by love either. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas I I like kissing my wife. Yes. Right? My wife is we beautiful. We don't have to do get you? into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I, you know, you don't He's have to tell red. me. I, no. I am. It's getting hot in here, guys. Uh, you don't have to tell me to kiss my wife every day. Mm. That's what I'm going to do. Mm. Um, but... I need to be reminded yes, to take her go. out on a date. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Now, does that make sense? Especially, yeah. there again, got three kids. Mm-hmm. I come home and it's like, 
boom, daddy's home. But the first, and I'll tell you guys this. All right, Jordan, you got a kid coming. Wesley, you've got a one, two year old? Mm, one, one and a half. All right, so let me just say this. The first thing you do when you get home, you kiss your wife. Yeah. Before you say hello to the kids, before mm-hmm. you pet the dog, you kiss your wife. It, okay, that's a whole different tangent we got onto, but it's because yeah. it's, <laughs> it is driven mm-hmm. by love. And I think, I think that's one of the big differences between legalism and, um, Discipline. Yeah, discipline has grace. Mm-hmm. You know, legalism oh, has, there's no grace in legalism. Mm-hmm. You don't live in the grace of God. And you can't separate the holiness of God right. from the grace of God. And I feel, feel like legalism separates those two. So let me ask you guys a question because it, it, it really dovetails into this very nicely. Yeah. What does a Christian do when they're in a funk, mm-hmm. when they're in a valley yeah. and they don't have a desire? First off, can you be a Christian and just oh. not feel like that? instant desire oh, yeah. for spiritual disciplines. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think, you, well, I, I have men and I'm saved and I'm a Christian. So I what is a Christian to do? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. What I've done in that in those moments is the just like I would if I was suffering for Christ, I would remember the promises of mm-hmm. God. Oh, that's so good. you know, yeah. you know, you got the certainty of God's word. Mm-hmm. And so you stay there. But at the same time, you've um, you, th- th- at that time, I really think that's when the battle begins between mm-hmm. uh, of, of understanding that this uh, discipline is not legalism. Right. Yeah. Well, and also, I think that that goes back to our reliance on the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit because mm-hmm. it's go. in those times where um, you know where we can't say, "God, I'm going to make myself love you." Sure, no, right? you can't, you can't yeah. do that. It has to be birthed mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit. He yeah. has to deliver it to you. So we have to cry out and beg. God, give exactly. me the love mm. that you are so worthy of. Yeah, and I've said this before, but I think it's really important that uh, that we can be reminded that it's in those moments that God's given us the it, uh, just His order is that we mm-hmm. can love Him by loving others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so serving is yeah. a way of, of a means for me when I get to that point where I feel like what you just described, mm-hmm. then I, if the, I pray the Lord reminds me to open my eyes and point myself to serving others around me, starting with my wife, mm-hmm. starting with my family, and then others around me. That's how I respond. Yeah, listen- I think part of, oh, go ahead. Yeah, you're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We had a great first segment, and you mm-hmm. can catch that on EngageMagazine.net. You can click on the tab podcast. As we mentioned, our conference is coming up. You're going to want to check it out. we got three months before we have our first annual Engage Magazine conference, mm-hmm. and you're going to want to be a part of it. A lot of energy, a lot of great speakers, and it's going to be filled. There will be some fun and entertainment, but there will be much growth and discipline mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and worship there. So you want to be a part of it. Now, TJ... I've noticed on our prep here for the show here that you've got a handful of of uh, Bible verses here that point us to mm-hmm. our reliance on the Holy Spirit, but also Jesus as an example of His yeah, reliance. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, the reason that we wanted to do this, to talk about Jesus' dependence on the Holy Spirit first, is because Jesus is the only human being that's ever been given the Holy Spirit without measure. Sure. Right? Yeah. So every other believer, and, and there's, you know, I've read a ton of commentaries on why um Christians do receive the the Holy Spirit in measure, Um, but the fact is Jesus received and was Mm -hmm. the only person to receive the Holy Spirit without measure, Um, and and it's it's obvious when you look through the Gospels and even into the epistles, because Peter and and Paul talk about it pretty regularly, that Jesus was fully dependent Mm on. On the Holy Spirit, uh, when when Jesus healed, it says that Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. In John four one, 
It says, and Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned to the Jordan and was led by the Spirit, twice mentioned of the Spirit, into the wilderness for 40 days being tempted. And then we go into, you know, that's kind of the beginning of Jesus's public ministry, yeah. right, where he goes 40 days into the desert. He, he fasts. He's tempted by the devil. And then he begins. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then when, when Jesus forgives sin, he's filled, filled with mm-hmm. the Spirit. And so if Jesus is dependent upon the Holy Spirit, how much more mm-hmm. should we feel that dependence and should we be that dependent? And so, but I think that that leads to a question. Mm-hmm. How do we get this dependent? How do we live in yeah. acknowledgement? Because I think if this is something that we can really hammer on and really, I won't say master, because I don't know that it's something, I don't think it is something we can mm-hmm. master, but if it's something we can dwell on, especially at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. especially when we're, you know, because New Year's resolutions, when we're saying, here's what I want to better about myself, what we're recognizing is that there's a weakness in me that I want to strengthen. And so if we're going to do that, I think doing it in the realization that we're dependent on the Holy Spirit for that is a great way to start. So I want to ask you guys, mm-hmm. how do we live in light of the reality of our dependence on the Holy Spirit? Well, that's a very humbling, <laughs> humbling I think it is. thing too. Um, but I think it goes back to love, you know, um, every, thinking about like what we said about legalism, difference between legalism and uh, discipline. Um, when we want to be living in the in the Holy Spirit, living in the lights of the Holy Spirit, you have to you have to uh, live in such a way that the Holy Spirit is not offended, you know? Like if you're inviting someone to your house and they're mm-hmm. allergic to your cat, you're going to get rid of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> or at least vacuum. Yeah, yeah. So God cannot look on sin. Mm-hmm. And if we're living an unrepentant life, a life that is habitual is the yeah, word that, I yeah, that is habitually and we, and we don't want to let go of the sin in our life. Um, I'm not saying that we're sinless. Well, then it becomes an idol. Yeah, and it, if we have an idol, yeah. If, if there's something else on the throne of our hearts, then the Holy Spirit will not, you know. Lose um, your power. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and but there again, I think a lot of times we even have to go to the Holy Spirit and say, is there an idol in my heart? Yeah, sure. yeah and he will show Does you. Does that make sense? Yeah, and he yeah. will show you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so, like, and that's the thing. I'll tell you guys this. I, um, I've i been preparing to to speak to a group of teenagers in February. I'm going to be going to Louisiana. Um, a, a church has asked me to come out there and speak at a D now. And they, the topic is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I've spent the last two months really diving in and mm-hmm. studying the person of the Holy Spirit. And what I have learned is... The idea of the Holy Spirit that was in my mind is not the idea mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit presented in Scripture. Yeah. Hmm. Right. I had a false idea of God in my head that I had to repent of. And mm-hmm. The reason was because I had a super tiny vision mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and so what I've learned is just exactly how dependent. I don't even know that I can that I fully understand the extent to which I am dependent on the Holy Spirit. But I'll say this. This is the best way I've come up to explain it. People say that Christianity is like a crutch, Hmm. right? The crutch for the weak mind. It's something that we have to lean upon. Well, they're wrong, fully wrong. And Hmm. here's why. They put way too much faith in me. Oh, yeah. Christianity is not a crutch. It is a wheelchair that has to be pushed from behind because I don't have the strength Mm -hmm. to move it on my own. I am that dependent on the Holy Spirit. And that's... 
that's the best way that I can think to describe it. Yeah, speaking about the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> I've heard this said before, so I didn't take, I can't take credit for this, although mm-hmm. I think it's really well said, and y'all may know who said this before, but I've heard it said that we can't get any more of the Holy Spirit than we get at the moment of salvation, but the Holy Spirit can get more of us. Huh. Oh, and so, interesting. Uh, being, being, I guess, I guess the point there is to be, like you said, willing and, and mm-hmm. humbled enough to ask the Lord, where are the areas in my life in 2017 that I need to fix, that I need to move forward, and give me the grace and the uh, desire and the willpower to move to move mm-hmm. forward? So I, I guess that that the, the idea of uh, saying, Lord change me here yeah. i am yeah. it's a life it's, it's a life of repentance yeah. it's a life of repentance it's a life of humility mm-hmm. and it's a life of just saying god i'm yours mm-hmm. sure you know yeah. open my eyes that i may see you yeah. know and mm-hmm. and to where i can not only see your glory and your beauty but also see my own sin because mm-hmm. without without relying on the Holy Spirit we're never going to see our own sin so tell us this is the best program of 2017 hands down so what about you what areas of weakness do you see in your life what areas has the Holy Spirit revealed to you if you want to let us know you can always let us know at engagefaq at afa.net or in the comments section in our Facebook page Uh, if you missed any of this podcast you can always catch us at engagemagazine.net slash podcast until next week share truth and apply scripture